I thought I I thought I wanted to be an audiophile, but boy, that's a f-ing habit that will just drain the f- out your wallet, bro. Like, like what I realize is, and I don't really hear, I don't really hear. Like you said, there are there are people that when you get to a certain level, they can hear little differences, and it's like I don't even want to train my ears. To see to hear the difference. The shit I got sound good to me is perfect, and I don't want to hear nothing better. Welcome back to BS with Brian Simpson, episode ninety-two. Don't forget if you got any questions, comments, concerns, you want advice from the advice champ, email us at BS with Brian Simpson at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 323-451-1980. You can also record a voice note. And email that uh, to us. You can buy some of the sponsors. You can like, comment, subscribe, argue, whatever, whatever you want. Support the podcast. Um, yeah, I don't remember. I thought I sent you something, Rob. Um, I don't think so. About um, what's it? Or maybe I meant to. Or maybe I just man. Sometimes I see some shit and I'm like, no way, I'll forget that, and then I forget it immediately. <laughs> Is there usual usually an herbal element to your forgetfulness in those moments, Brian? No, nope. Just ADHD, long term untreated. Facts. Um, I just my brain. I saw actually. I saw a fucking. I saw a TikTok or or a reel the other day that it was it was it was perfect. What the, the, the dude was, he had like forgot a sandwich. He was trying to make himself a sandwich. And I was like, yes, man, that's the fucking struggle right there. That's the fucking struggle right there. It's just, you know, like he he went to go, he he made a sandwich and poured himself something to drink and then went to go sit at the table and, and set, the, set the sandwich down and went to set the drink down and the, and the cup wasn't in his hand. <laughs> and he was like, yep. what the fuck? And went back to grab the cup and then, and then saw that it was still a piece of bread on the counter and was like, oh, damn, maybe I forgot to make the sandwich. And started making the sandwich again and then went to put the knife in the sink and realized he put the other knife in the sink. And it was like, that's my whole, that's how my whole life works. Mm-hmm. It's like, I just constantly, it's not that I'm forgetting things, it's that I'm constantly like, it's like you hyper-focus on on, on each detail and, and, and everything else just falls to the wayside. Do you get That's the ability I, to like hyper focus on like like if you clean the bathroom or do laundry? Like if I start, it can be difficult for me to like start cleaning the bathroom for instance, but if I do, I can be in there for like 3 hours and it'll be the most beautiful bathroom you've ever seen in your entire life. No, no. no. I mean the thing is, I know that it manifests cuz here's the thing. This is this and this is what sucks. I was diagnosed with ADHD when I was like 6 or 7. Or whatever, and and I largely once I was old enough where I had the choice of like not take the medicine, I wasn't taking it. Mm-hmm. And now it's become a serious problem. And th- what I realized is it was never that big of an issue in my life because, okay, the point I'm trying to make in regards to your question is that I think it manifests in people differently, right? Yeah. But what's what what, what sucks is it can also because there's this, there's this new trend now among the kids of 
like trying to not take accountability or responsibility for their behaviors. <laughs> Yeah. And so because and because you can't really, you know, because obviously mental health is not something that you can like disprove, you know, immediately. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like a lot of people are di- they diagnose they self with shit to excuse their behaviors. You know what I mean? So, yeah. it's cause, so it's like you, you meet somebody and it's like according to them, they got six or seven different diagnoses, you know, but but it's all from them or from. TikTok videos they watched or whatever. And so my point is, ADHD is one of those, you know, disorders du jour. Sure. And so so it's like now, it's like if you say, if you, if you like, because it's one of those things to share with somebody. It's like, it's an intimate thing to tell people what's wrong with you. (laughs) (laughs) And and so it's like once you get to the point where you're comfortable enough telling somebody, yeah, so I struggle with depression or I struggle with this or that. The reaction you're met with is really. <laughs> you sure you got you know, and, and it's like that. So I don't even. I usually don't even share it, you know, just for that very reason. Because it's like, you know, to diagnose yourself or misdiagnose yourself is, it's not safe to do. And 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 the pushback I always get from this criticism is the. Well, for some people, that's all they got. Like they can't afford. They can't afford to, uh, you know, to go to therapy or go get diagnosed or or whatever. But I would also argue that, like, you can't afford to be walking around thinking you have a disease that you don't. True. You know, and I don't know what programs are available or what what what, what other kind of ways, it, you know, that you can find out for sure. But you definitely shouldn't be telling people that you have a thing that you that you don't know for sure. You know, right. and, 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 and but here's here's the here's the here's the rub with that is a lot of times you can be misdiagnosed. Yeah, because I think the mistake a lot of people make is they think that you know a doctor can just talk to you one time and go, oh yeah, this is what, this is what the problem is, and that is most things. That's not the case. Most mental health things is like. Especially ADHD is something that's it's 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 be observed behavioral over a long period of time. And and here's the other thing: I am not at all suggesting that there aren't people out there that are intelligent enough to from observing their own behaviors um, know what's wrong with them or have a pretty good idea of what's of what what disorder they might have. Um, mm-hmm. But even still, you know. That's what a lot think, of doctors are running. Go ahead. You think what? I I think I think a big issue that people don't talk enough about is like continuity of care. Like what you were talking about, it's one thing if you can see a psychiatrist once or twice, right? But they're just getting a little snapshot of what your experience is at that moment, and they don't have an awareness right. of how your experience might have changed over time. So that's one of the things that a lot of people, even if they have access to medical care. They don't have access to continuity of care where somebody has no a, a medical a mental health professional has known them for years, you know. Right, and man, a lot of times, especially in my situation, like dealing with the VA, which I'm about to stop doing. I can't wait till I'm making <laughs> enough money where I don't got to deal with these motherfuckers no more, for real, for real. Um, but especially dealing with the VA because you you know you you simply don't get that, like. Yeah, you know, you might have a doctor for six months, and then next thing you know, it's a different person, 
or yeah. you know you you've been moved to some other team or some other status you know or or even worse you know you're stuck with some doctor that's got some antiquated views on shit you know they're like oh we should give you a lobotomy you know what i mean or some shit like that so i you know it's, it's that too but anyway um no that 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 definitely what see what what if i went in to clean the bathroom what what would happen to me is i would i would feel because i i uh I realized I heard a motherfucker say this the other day, and I realized I'm like this is how I've been operating my whole life is that if the consequences are not immediate, the task feels overwhelming to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm, so yeah. so it's like it's like that's why you know it's like I can sit down and play a video game, but I can't do my taxes. You know, and and right. and, and then and then. When the taxes are due tomorrow, I'm a rock star. I can knock them shit right. up. Yeah, and it's like I need immediate feedback. That's why I'm, that's why comedy suits me. Stand up, stand up suits me. I get immediate response when you know when I go on stage, and I think that's part of the addiction to it. It's like good or bad. I I, I know immediately. That's why this whole. That's why the special. I, I shot my special, you know, already uh, back in a few months ago, but that's why the the filming the special is so fucking nerve wracking to me because you don't I won't know how it was received for months. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like that is k- k- fucking killing me right now. Like if it was up to me, it would have been out already. Right. You know what I mean. But it's like it's a whole bunch of other shit involved in moving parts and politics, and it's like I it's just, I can't stand it. You know, and it, it's really, really stressful. When it's time, whenever you know, I filmed a few things, and whenever I film something, I fucking can't stand it. The whole process is just—it's soul crushing. <laughs> is know? it anxiety provoking, or is it distracting, or you can't focus on other things? Like it's just at the front of your mind, but you don't feel anxiety about it. Um, I don't know. I could. I mean, I couldn't say if it's anxiety. I mean, I guess anxiety would be a good word for it. But if almost, it's almost like stress. It's like yeah. tremendous stress and pressure, and it doesn't. It doesn't get relieved instantly, the way. Um, you know what I mean? Because because it's like yeah, w- like right now, like I go up every night, or if I go, if I go do a, perform a weekend or something like that, it's like. The job is the laughs, and once I get the laugh, I mean, once I tell the joke, I get the laugh, and that that anxiety is is dissipated. Yeah, you know, but when 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 I film something, the the laugh isn't the goal necessarily. It it's it's just part of the process, but the the goal is to get a perfect tape. Yes, and you don't know. You know, and you don't know if it if you net, and it's also like to get your artistic vision and all this other stuff. But you don't know if it was if it was received well until way 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 later. So yeah. so so it's the initial stress of get it to where I feel like it was good enough, and then go through all the editing and the cuts and the back and forth and all this and, all, and then put it out and then uh, fingers crossed. I don't know. It, it it doesn't make sense. It's not always rational. It's not always a rational stress, you know. But it's easy to say that. It's easy to say this. The fear isn't real, but it's like, 
you know, that's part of it, I guess. But but I, I and I don't know if it may, it may be every comic goes through that, and, I, and I'm just a, a, attributing this to something that isn't it isn't attributed, you know. But I but the people that's just easy going, I just I don't get those people, <laughs> you know, or the or the people that you got to tell, like, you know, I don't want to get too inside baseball, but but the, but the point is, it's stressful for me. Yeah. You know, th- that's why, I, <clears throat> yeah, that's why I kind of have an aversion to like being on TV sets and it's too much chaos. It's too much. I need to be in control. I, I'm a control freak in that way. Like the more variables that are under my control, the the better, the, the more, the less stressful it is for me. You know, being on set actually does suck. Like I, I can't, I never knew that a situation could be so chaotic and so boring at the same time as being on set. Those two things usually yeah. don't go together. Dude, dude, I remember the first time I was on a set and I couldn't believe it. The first time I got called in last minute because another chubby black person wasn't available. And Is this somebody we would know? No, yo, yo, you wouldn't know him. Okay. But he was he he was he we was he was cool. He was a friend of mine, and, and he wasn't available. And he recommended me, and I, I showed up at the last minute. It was one of these straight to straight to uh, it's one of these straight to Netflix movies. Back when the the like the Netflix original movies weren't good, you know, like sure. didn't have yeah, a yeah. chance of being good. It was yeah. one was like straight to DVD type shit. Yeah, Redbox Redbox originals. Yeah, and and I re, and I remember being. Um, like it's it, I remember that, like that's when I realized that this was that it was a lot like stand up the acting world in the sense that like when you're new or you're not that good or you don't work a lot there's these low level things that matter to you because it's all you have mm-hmm. you know and when you and when you get past that level you look back like why was I so pressed you know why like like why did it mean everything to me to do five minutes you know, in the back of this karaoke bar on Wednesdays between karaoke shows. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where I had, I had to pay $5. I had to buy a drink to do a spot in this bar. But in in my little scene, that was the spot, you know? And so it mattered this much. But if you but some, if you looked at somebody outside of comedy and was like, yo, I'm going up at the fucking karaoke chuckle hour they would be like why is that matter it's like you know it would be like you you might as well have said to them yo I'm going to McDonald's you know like like it's a steakhouse right and it's the same thing so I get on this movie set and I remember that's 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 me explaining to to my wife like why what I just did in Bloodborne is really impressive right right it's like it doesn't mean anything to them you put all the meaning and all the meaning and value on it and I remember, so I remember getting on this movie set and it's like, I'm not in this world. I'm barely in like the big time Hollywood world in the sense that like, I'm not as familiar with certain stars and directors and stuff like that as, as maybe like a huge mega fan would be even of the biggest stuff. So I have no idea who the fuck anyone is. And, and, and this director, apparently this director was like, he was the guy that everyone called in when something went over budget, or or not over budget, but like he was the guy that was like, I can shoot you this movie for like, you know, a hundred thousand dollars. You know, I can, mm-hmm. I can get you, and and so that you know that's why the studios make those shitty little 
B movies is because they still make money as long as you shoot them for less for less money, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So he was this guy. He was the master of like getting a decent movie out of a small budget. But I had no idea who the fuck he was. And I remember him walking like I remember so I'm sitting there with these actors who also none of these people are famous, you know. Um, a couple of them are like three snaps famous. You know what I mean? Where you, where you look at them and go, I fucking seen your face. But it ain't nothing major. Like you want the autograph. You know, it was that kind of shit. And I'm sitting there with all these actors because most of it is just sitting there. Most of it is waiting. They want you yeah. there at 8 a.m. You're not doing anything till 2 p.m., but they just want you there. And so everybody's just waiting around. And I remember the director walks up to me and goes, Hey, thanks for coming in last second. Whoopty whoopty whoop. Um, yeah, right now we kind of rewriting the script. Um, you you cool with speaking a couple lines? I'm like, yeah, sure. And he walks away. And the lady beside me, like, she acted like the Pope had just walked up to me and I didn't notice. Like she 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 could not believe that he even spoke to me let alone thank me, let alone that I was getting speaking lines. And she, so, so that's another thing. She didn't know who I was, because obviously mm-hmm. why would she? I'm not in her world. Yeah. This is my first time on set. It's clear to all the actors sitting around me that I don't know shit about making movies. It's my first time here because the, the stuff that I didn't know, the questions I'm asking, and they couldn't believe that I got to speak in this B movie. Mm-hmm. You know, they end up not including it. Um, but, the, but the point is, they worship this motherfucker. And I could care less. I was this close to leaving anyway because I didn't know that you would just be sitting around all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and literally every single time I've ever filmed anything, they all act like it's an absolute fucking emergency that you be there at a certain time and then it's, it never is. Yeah. You know, because, yeah, and if you, listen, if you ask producers and stuff, they'll say, well, artists are always late. You know, like, you, you, you hear about these big stars, and they always late to set, and all this other stuff. And I, and I go, no, that's from, year, bef- you know, before they were big stars, that's from years and years and years of you saying, be here at noon, and then, and then they don't do shit till 5 o'clock. Right. Yeah, cause like you just you just want get to waste my time. I cause that that just burns me up. I I, I don't like. I feel di- when somebody wastes my time, I feel disrespected. Yeah, and and I I had to learn it's just it's just people doing their job. It don't change my feelings though. I'm still pissed the whole time. Until we working, I'm just sitting there fucking irritated. Like I could have been at home doing nothing, which is my favorite thing to do. I would rather be home doing nothing than sitting here doing nothing. Especially when it's not and it's not even like they they give you something to do like prepare like I didn't even know what I was going to be saying. Right. You know, well, they like, hadn't written not, yet. My, <laughs> my time is being completely wasted here. I didn't bring my headphones which you can't have them anyway cuz it's got to be silent every 5 minutes. You know what I mean? I couldn't yeah. bring my headphones. I you know, I'm I, if I'd known I was gonna be there so long, I'd have brought a book or something. Yeah, and 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 I, and I, you know how I know it's a waste of time. I remember because so my thing is I'm never there when they ask me to be now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like like yeah, if they say be there at noon, I'll show up at two. 
it's my own little it's my own little rebellion because I know I'm not doing nothing until five, like I said. Right. And 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 and, and this is what happened. So my 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 management knows that. Um, that I won't be there when they say because they're just going to waste your fucking time. Um, so what they tried to do was one time um, when they, it was something really important and in, and so in, so so that I would be there on time, what they did was they said, oh, and they went out of their way and they arranged a car service. Which was, it was kind of disguised as a, as a, as a, as a perk for me, but what it really was was their way of making sure I was there when they wanted me to be. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So the fucking <clears throat> so so I'm not I'm not a fan of those fucking games. Of car service? Well, whatever. No, no, I no, mean, no, no, no. I mean uh, of the of the they're doing that because like like they're telling you to be there at noon because they need you at five. So you're like, then I'm going to go at two. So then they tell you, you got to be there at 10. Like I'm, I, I, I fucking hate those games. Well, yeah, but also, but you know, it, but sometimes it's, it's fine to let people think they've manipulated you. It's like, I'll ride in a fancy car, whatever. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Right. Fair so, point. Because they didn't, because they, they didn't go be there at 10. They went, oh yeah. And we have a car service coming to get you. Right, 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 right. Because they know if they let me go on my own, I'm going to be there when I feel like it. So, so the car service goes to the wrong address, and this is in LA. So they, I'm at this time I was living in the valley. The car service went to to the whole other side of the city. So, so now there's no way I'm even gonna be there when they want me to be. And you know what they go? You know what they say? Uh, you know what? Two is fine, right? <laughs> So we get there at two. Right when I get there, they break for lunch. So I really didn't need to be there until three. And and and, and that's why that's why I hate filming stuff. And and this was just a this was just a little thing. This is a little tiny thing. I can't imagine what it, the suffering that must occur when you filming like a a full-length film or a fucking sitcom. I can't even imagine the mind-numbing boredom that must take place. It's you know, cuz I only you know, in 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 the in the in the Marine Corps they called it hurry up and wait. I'm sure that's what they still say that now. Hurry up and wait, hurry up and wait. Which is and I guess I did deal with that a lot then. But it's something about being on a movie set, and it's like, yeah, but this isn't that important for real. It's, you know, and it's 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 also like this nervous energy that I don't like to be around. It's like I feel like when the only exception is when I was on when I was on David Spade's show. That is the that is to this day the only set I've ever been on where everyone wasn't absolutely scared for their lives. Like, and, like where you didn't feel that. Like, everyone, every other movie set I've ever been on, every other TV set, every other thing I've ever filmed, everyone except the stars and the executives, they have this energy about them like they could be executed at any moment. 
and I don't like being around that energy. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. and, and so especially when they come, because because you because here's the thing. You don't know what they've been told, right? Yeah. And it's almost like you're dangerous to them. Like they might have been told, whatever you do, don't you fucking talk to the talent. Don't you even look them in the eye. You know what I mean? And so you might walk up and go, hey, John, what's going on? How you feeling? And they're like, ah, ah, and they run away. You know what I mean? And, it, and, and it's like, I don't like that kind of, like that, that's, that's what Ellen got in trouble for. Yeah. You know, and, and I, don't know, I don't know how much of it came from her, but, but, but I think a lot of times people will, people will, they will say shit in your name. They will, they will put shit out there in your name or they'll overreact to, to, um, to what you want. You know, I, I'm pretty sure one day, some fucking weirdo was talking to Ellen, and when he walked away, he was like, "She was like that guy had crazy eyes. Did you see where he was staring at me?" And then, the, <laughs> and then the, the next production meeting, they were like, "From now on, nobody look Ellen in the eye." And now that's her reputation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or she was a monster. I mean, she could have been either thing could be true, but I'm 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 just talking about what it could be. Yeah. You know, I think there's could there's, be there's definitely some people who have probably gotten a bad rap. There's probably some people who deserve it, and there's some people who probably. Uh, oh yeah, one, I, no, I'm, uh, I, no, I guarantee. I, I guarantee you, it's mostly the bad rep. The evil people be the people underneath. The right under, like whoever the second in command is, or the fucking executive. You know, because it's hard to know what executive producer means. That can mean a whole, a whole lot of shit. But whoever's running shit, the person right under them is the one responsible for all the evils. Like, what, what am I trying to say? Once you get to the first idiot. That's the per like the first tyrant or idiot is where all the bullshit starts, and so it's like if the if the person at the top is an idiot, it's gonna be all bullshit. If the, or if the person at the top is a tyrant, it's gonna be bullshit all throughout. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it does come from because like I said, I for whatever reason on that on that David Spade show, I attributed the calm demeanor of the whole. Uh, crew as coming from him but right. maybe maybe it was somebody else maybe he has some ju some gem of a fucking um producer or, or or whatever you call them ap's or i don't know what the fuck you call them maybe he has some gem of a person running shit that wherever they are it's that way but that that was just because i ain't never been on some other shit that he was on but it was right. just my experience that, I, and, and I just figured, yeah, it was just my experience. I mean, e either way, I mean, it, it, if it was his assistant or if it was his producer or whatever, it's like he's still the name on the masthead, right? So he hired that person. He could fire that. He 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 gets a little bit of credit for using that person, right? I, I do think like the yeah. fish rots from the head, right? So yeah, if we can blame. Well, the person at the top when it's bad then i think we can also give them flowers when it's good well yeah I, well i th i think at the end of the day it is it is your responsibility I, you know if you're if you're ever the star of something you at some point you know there shouldn't be things happening Like you have to put in. What, what am I trying to say? It, it be, it's very easy to let shit go on autopilot because you got a lot on your plate, right? But 
so it it takes a concerted effort to make sure that you know t- t- within reason to make sure that shit ain't that no funny shit's happening you know what i mean or, mm-hmm. or that or things are not happening that are beyond what you would that, what you would want like you know sometimes hey show up early you know go sit down have lunch with the fucking lowest people on the totem pole you know, pop in at the at the thing or the or this thing over here, just so you know, because a lot of stuff ain't gonna. If you don't do that, things aren't gonna rise to your. You know, they're not gonna rise to your to your attention. You yeah, know? and also if you create a relationship with the people on the lower end of the ladder, then when they notice something above them, right, like their supervisors fucking up, they feel more comfortable coming to you. Because that's really the only way that you're ever going to find out in those situations, you know. So you want to create those yeah. bridges. People go, we got an open door policy. <laughs> that's not always true either. That's yeah. That's that's some bullshit that people say when they don't mean it. Oh yeah, we have an open door policy. As soon as you open their door, they're like, "Why the fuck you open my door?" <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or they say we got an open door policy, and then their door always locked, or they're never in their office. Yeah, I learned it the hard way. Um, just because you can speak doesn't mean you should. Just because you can speak doesn't mean people will listen. Um, yeah, man. Sometimes you have to. Sometimes you have to speak. You know, sometimes speaking is not enough. You have to have a microphone in one hand and a gun in the other hand. <laughs> when was somebody fucking listen to me? You got. Sometimes you got to be. You know. But that doesn't that doesn't usually work either, because then they get to label you crazy, right? You know, so I don't be knowing what to say to motherfuckers. By the way, did I t- did I do the tech te- te- tech alert? Pew 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 pew. Did I did I talk about um the banging? Last thing you talked about was your A nine. Okay, um, I may be sending that back. <laughs> okay, um, what happened? Because I. No, nothing, nothing. The A9's fine. Oh, okay. It's okay. awesome. But I, I came across this uh this devilet phantom, is what it's called. The, I don't know if I'm saying the name right. The Devilet Phantom. Um, so I don't know. I'm deciding between those two things. But that's set that aside. And and listen, guys, I know what Bangin' Olufsen is. I know that it's not an audio fi- like audio files, like they hate they hate it when you sell out or whatever it's like i like because banging all of sin is like stylish like you you paying all the extra shit for style you know you you can get something mm-hmm. that sounds as good or better for less money or the same amount of money but you're paying because it looks nice it doesn't look like you know you it sounds good and it looks nice so and that's what you're paying for you know but mm-hmm. i don't need my speaker to be an art piece it is nice though but this devil at Phantom thing is like a little turn. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. I'll let you know how how it sounds when it gets here. But I did. I, I, did I talk about the Dolly Aisle twelves? You did last week. Okay. Uh, not. I think that was a couple weeks ago, unless it was a different model that you're talking. No, no, about. no. This was last week that I got these. Okay. Then no, you haven't I, talked I, about I pay, these yet. I, bu- I bought them months ago. They just. Got oh, here. you you mentioned that you had bought them, but I don't think you had received them last time you talked about them. Okay. No, I got them now. And they are fucking nice, man. I uh, one of the tech reviewers on YouTube I watch is named Flossie Carter, and we kind of mm-hmm. in agreement. 
my favorite sounding headphones were, you know, I had the Focal Baptiste, I had the Bang & Allison H95s, and those were my top two in terms of sound. I had the Mark Levinson 5909s. Um, uh, like my go-to travel headphones still are the, the, the XM5s. I kind of agree with his mostly his whole list. Uh, but the Dolly IL-12s—they've knocked everything off, and most of that has to do with—I mean—they sound incredible. But and and this and this is funny because all the people that the very few people that have reviewed these headphones, the, the one feature that I absolutely love is the one that everybody hates. But they got giant ear cups. Because mm. my problem is, most of the time, when I'm when I buy headphones, my biggest issue is that either the ear cups aren't big enough. Like I want them to fit around my ear. I don't want them touching my ears. Okay. Or the headband is not, it doesn't go wide enough for my big ass head. So that, so they end up sitting like slightly high up like this here. And either way, I fucking can't stand it. So, and, and sometimes it's just a matter of, of replacing the cushions, you know, like, um, like my my uh my Odyssey uh uh Maxwells, I just got those are my gaming headphones that I'm a, I'm I'm gonna replace my fucking um uh, uh, my Steel Series uh Arctis nine thing or Arctis Pros. Mm. So uh, I'm gonna replace those with these. But at first I wasn't, because they they do sound incredible. Battery life 80 hours. Crazy. Um, but the head, the, the ear pads, they got these little ass ear cups for little ass ears. And then I finally, I found some, uh, some ear pads, um, and it wasn't the normal, it wasn't the Wicked cushions. It was the, cause I ordered some of those. They didn't quite do the job. And there was another brand and I fucking can't remember their name off the top of my head. Um, but I found, I found another brand that, and it fit just right. And I don't know why more companies don't just give you the option. Like, let me fucking have some of us got unusual heads because you know you know what their reply is is that it should be comfortable for most heads. It's like yeah, but what about the rest of us? Yeah, one size like, fits most doesn't work for everybody. Well, yeah, because it's like or or maybe if you were if you were a company that uh that just specialized in in Deafen Deafen is the brand. Deafen ear pads. I don't know why they just they they cool. They fucking they like they made out of something that cools off, and they fit just right, and it's fucking awesome. Anyway, that's my loot. That's the new tech I have this week. I, um, somebody also as a gift, I received a Bang and Allison uh, a level a Bale Sound level, which is like it looks like a little fucking I don't know a little brief a little a little music briefcase. It's actually pretty impressive for the size it is. And again, I'm not an audiophile. It sound good to me, you know. Now, is it? Hmm. Does it sound good enough where it's worth paying twelve hundred dollars for? I mean, that's up to you. That's up to yeah. you. It, yeah, yeah. Could you? Could like I said, could you get a? You could get for twelve hundred dollars. You could get a, another kind of setup that sounds just as good or way better, but it won't have the form and the function. It won't have like you know. It won't look nice and it won't fit in. With your, it, it, you know, it'll look, it'll look like fucking s stereo equipment <laughs> instead of yeah. like a fucking piece of art or whatever. I guess that's what they're going for. 
I think the reality yeah, my, is just once you, once you get to a certain price point, then a lot of it is preference of how it looks and, and, and how it sounds. Because it's, it's not like the 70s where you just had like good hi-fis and bad hi-fis and shit like that. Pretty much if you're if you're dropping 2K on a shelf speaker, it's going to sound good. It's fine. It's just what you want it to look like and how you want it to sound. Well, that's the thing, man, is I thought I I thought I wanted to be an audiophile, but boy, that's a fucking habit that will just drain the fuck out your wallet, bro. Like, like what I realize is, and I don't really hear, I don't really hear, like you said, there are there are people that when you get to a certain level, they can hear little differences. And it's like, I don't even want to train my ears to see to hear the difference. The shit I got sound good to me. It's perfect, and I don't want to hear nothing better. Because yeah. I don't want to get to that point where, yeah. I mean, like, imagine if you got to the point where you like, but like, you can't eat a street taco because you're so used to, you know, you so you you so used to the finest ingredients and saffron, and, right? And it's like it's like, hey, you know, I don't need truffles on my cereal. Like some people get to that point where. It's it's diminishing returns is what I'm saying. It, it's it's like, like it's like with wine. It's like people. It's like there's a big difference between a five dollar bottle of wine and a fifty dollar bottle of wine. There's less difference between a fifty dollar bottle of wine and a five hundred dollar bottle of wine. And then there's Correct. very little difference between five hundred and five thousand. And you don't want to put yourself in the position where you can actually taste the difference between fifty and five hundred dollars or five hundred and five thousand. The thing is, most people can't. Yeah, like so. So that's the other thing, you, and you and you damn sure don't want to be those people that are pretending like you can taste the difference, and just so you paying five hundred dollars for wine. Like I have the little, I have a little Sony boombox, um, you know, thing because I travel a lot and I buy these little speakers, you know, and and little travel speakers, and I have a I have a little Sony little joint. Um, I forget what you, the XG three hundred or something like that, and it and it's it's it sounds nice. You know what I mean? And when I put yeah. it next to, you know, I hear the difference between that and the fucking A9, the banging all's A9. Like, like the difference is palpable and clear. Or even if I go get like some Kefs or any any other wireless speaker that's like high end hi fi, because this isn't a hi fi speaker. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I can hear the difference between the that mid range like consumer speaker and like that yeah. hi fi shit. I can hear that. Can I hear the difference between the you know the thousand dollar dolly I mean, or, or the, the hundred thousand dollar dolly speaker or the hundred thousand dollar uh you know whatever other brand kef or whatever no no not <laughs> yet anyway and, I, and 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 like i said you're not getting i mean you gave the perfect analogy you're not getting you know if you i guess the point i'm trying to make is yeah if you go buy some hundred thousand dollar speakers they're gonna sound good they're gonna sound better than anything you've ever heard before. You know what I mean? But if you yeah. go if you get them hundred thousand if you get them hundred thousand dollar speakers and then the next year that same company comes out with some hundred and fifty thousand dollar speakers, you know, will they sound better? Yeah, technically they will, but you're not gonna hear that difference. There are very few people on earth that will hear the difference. You yeah. you you'll be told the difference. You can measure the difference. That's what always killed me about these people that um uh, the people on, on online that uh, that do 
reviews and stuff, how they'll 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 measure like they won't listen and decide whether something is good. They right. they have to measure it first. And it's like, well, why do you need that? Because it's the same thing as the as the wine. Like you know, I mean, how many times have they done the studies where they take like these enologists and these like sommeliers or whatever, and they actually test them to see if they can tell the difference between different types of wine, and they really can't, you know? Uh, they can yeah. tell the difference between shit wine and good wine, but between two different types of wine that are decent, they can't really, it's all preference, right? And the same thing happens when they test audiophiles, right? They see, like, can you tell the difference between this, like, lossless uh, file format versus this, you know, 32-bit float wave? And the answer is no, you can't. Not with your ears. You can tell the difference with technology, you know. You oh, can yeah. you can you can test it and everything, but your the human ear just can't really pick up that level of specificity. It's not it's not that oh, granular. Yeah. yeah, I told you. It's this YouTube video I watched, and the dude was like, um, "If you can't if you can't hear what's wrong with this, then you're not an audiophile." And they play and it plays, and you know. I couldn't. I can't tell you at all what's what's going on here, and 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 I stopped right there. Like I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know what's wrong with it. Where where did you find that video? Was that on YouTube? It was on YouTube. Yeah. Okay, so YouTube processes videos on its end. So he might have uploaded something that was you know whatever format, Vorbis format or whatever, and it's 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 lossless. But when it gets processed by YouTube, it gets crunched down because they pay for bandwidth. No, I, no. So, I think I, th I think it ended up being, um, being a thing where it, where you you could still hear it when, you know, because the thing oh, okay. is, I couldn't even hear it when he pointed it out. But it was mm -hmm. like something about something about the balance, how it it moved. You know, the, the okay. signature sound signature moved. Uh, but you're right. I don't fucking know. But I don't care. It's like, like you said, I can tell the difference between shitty speakers, decent speakers, and hi-fi speakers. Yeah. But I feel like once you, once you get into the hi-fi area, you know, the difference is all preference. It's all like, ah, I need a little more bass or I need more clarity or whatever. But, but as far as little minute... You know, we like once you tell me, oh, this has three dB more bass. I'm like, I can't tell the difference between three dB of bass. <laughs> you know, from a hundred to a hundred and three, I don't know that. I, you know, and I, and I'm not gonna sit here and right. pretend like I like I do. Anyway, my point is, these Dolly IO twelves, these are my favorite headphones. They light, they comfortable. You know, they don't have an app, which some people have a problem with. I don't know. I haven't had to update them yet, so we'll see. I don't want to have to plug them into a computer. But they they advertise it as a feature. I don't know if it's a. I don't know. Like it's not tied. I'm not. Down I'm, to not some I'm not app. a fan of. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan of when they have the brand specific apps because that's that's always or inevitably it's a way for them to build in some planned obsolescence, right? Because then they just stop supporting the app to essentially stop supporting the product. And so you have to upgrade to the newest one because oh that's the one that interacts with the app now the app that we're still keeping well, up well, with. Well, my you know, problem I, I don't is just play with, that game. when the app is half-assed. Like I told you, a lot of these car yeah. companies, the apps, the apps are trash. And they garbage. Like, 
yeah, they like we we're focused on tech. I'm like, which tech? Because if your <laughs> if your app if your app is garbage, I I don't know, man. Because this is what I'm learning now. Like like, you can't have fucking incompetence around you. You know, when 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 something is automatic or working in the background, you can't have incompetence. That's why T-Mobile learned. And, and and I like to I like in my head I know it's not true but I like to think that my, my the 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 one of the very few customer service surveys I responded to um, is the reason why T-Mobile changed their evil ways. <laughs> um, but way back in the day, because I, I remember how all these companies was trying to get you to sign up for auto pay. Mm-hmm. They still do. They yeah. want you to sign up for auto pay. They want you to agree to spy. They all do, agree to let them spy on you. And and I remember taking one of them surveys about like why don't I use auto pay? And it's like because the bill is different every fucking month. I'm on a budget. Yeah, you know, and every month I gotta call in and correct something. Because you remember when all the phone companies were doing that? I I, I don't know if they all still do it because I. I I've been with T-Mobile for a long time now, but I've been with every single company, almost. Singular, Sprint, Verizon, um, T-Mobile, all the major ones. Um, And they all used to do this little fuck shit where they would put all these extra little bullshit fees. Like, you know, like you would sign up, it would say, oh, your bill's 40 bucks a month. And you would get your bill and it'd be 47, 52, 64. Mm -hmm. And... They want, and then you call, and they'd be like, "Oh yeah, 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 sorry," and take it off. So it was this whole scam they were all doing. They would overcharge you, and then, yeah. and then if you called them out on it, they would they would refund you, you know. And so, and they expected you to just let them take money out of your bank account. And now you got to yeah, wait for they a did refund. some sort of actuarial table where they said, "Okay, well, we're going to overcharge." We charge, overcharge everybody $7 and then we look at how many people are going to notice it and then we take it off and then how many people aren't going to notice it and how many people are going to get mad about it and stop working with and, and fire us basically and they they figured out that they made more money just taking money just stealing from you based exactly. off of the percentage of people who would notice it yep and now you know and then T-Mobile turned around and said hey what if we just charge people a flat rate and it never changes. It's never more than that. It's never less than that. It's the exact same amount of money every single month. Oh, yeah. And now T-Mobile's the only company that I'm signed up for auto pay. Now, look, am I singing their praises from the mountaintop? No. They got a little fuckery that they, that they participate in. You know, they do. I'll never forget the time that I got a collection notice from T-Mobile. <coughs> I mean, it wasn't from T-Mobile. It was from some, you know, these companies buy up collections. Yeah. I got a collection notice and which was funny because I was on T-Mobile at the time on my phone. And I called T-Mobile and I go, "Is my account current?" They were like, "Yeah." I was like, "Why do I have this collection notice from you?" And they were like, "Uh, what account is it? I read the account number. It's not my account number." I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" And they're like, well, my, so my, it was like, your, well, your name, your name is on the account. And I'm like, from what? Who, is, like, what is this? And they look into it, and I was like, well, I was like, um, I was like, what address was that account set up at? And they're like, oh, we can't, we can't reveal that information. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, we, well, we can't reveal that information. I'm like, why not? It's like, oh, for privacy concerns. 
Whose privacy are you talking about, sir? This is you all can, Brian Simpson, the jazz musician's fault. Yeah, it's like you can't tell me, you can't tell me who set up an account in my name or where they live. The Doesn't make any sense. The same thing happened to me with somebody with my name signed up for like a Dodge Ram credit card or some bullshit, and they used my email, and I'm sure they just like had a typo or something, and like maybe their email is very similar to mine because of the same name, but I get these emails, and so I tried to like call up the Dodge Ram credit card company or whatever and say like, hey, this is the wrong thing, like, you know, and they're like, oh, sorry, we can't change it, like, because you're not on the account. I'm like, yeah, but it's my email that you're sending stuff to. And I was like, give me the phone number of the person. I'll just contact them. And like, we can't give you the phone number for that person. It's like, okay, but you're sending me a bill to my email. It makes no fucking sense. Yeah, and I don't think they live in the make sense business. You know? <laughs> we live in a world that don't got Nothing has to make sense out this motherfucker. That's true. Jesus fucking Yeah, this Christ. might be the first episode where we didn't read an email or read an article. How about that? You just got some you just got a little insight, a little a little insight in the in the Brian and Rob in our personal lives. You know? And the my the mild frustrations that stack up. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Rob. It's official now. Our fans are are called beaver pusses. Yeah. Shout out to all the beaver pusses out there that's tuning in. All right. <laughs> Keep your pussy tight. Oh, yeah, I'm going to start signing off with keep it tight, beaver puss. Keep it tight, beaver no. puss. Yeah, keep it tight, beaver puss. No, keep it tight. That's too close to your mom's house. I don't want no copyright infringement. Oh, okay, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't handle that smoke. Yeah. No, but no, your mom's house doesn't say, they don't say keep it tight. High and tight, their jeans are high and tight, but you know, whatever. That, that, this is kind of a, we're, we're kind of in there, your mom's house family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep your <laughs> keep it tight, Beaver Puss. No, we'll figure something out. Um, but but yeah, yeah. Write in, I'm, let us I'm, know. I'm, Comment below on this video what you what are what the catchphrase. Yeah, I'm for here. Puss I'm be. here for all the for all the Beaver Puss activity. You know, it it only it took us ninety episode ninety two episodes, but we finally named our fan base, which means we're really going to start to upset people. That's 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 <laughs> the mark. That's the mark. How did Rogan go thousands of episodes without his fan base having a name? Having a nickname. That's crazy. Do they have a name now? No. No? No, not anything that's, you know, not an endearing term. I'm sure that, like, people that hate that hate him call them stuff. But not something they call, not something they call themselves. Right. You, you know? No, I don't think so. I mean, I'm not. What's crazy to me is like, yeah. Well, but what's hilarious is like the subreddit is like a the Rogan subreddit. It's like a hater subreddit. No, 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 dude. That's every podcast. Oh, okay. Every okay. every podcast, the subreddit. Watch, we'll start one at some point. Uh-huh. Every podcast, the subreddit, because what happens is I, I, I figured it out. It's like a job. Right, it's like every job I've ever been at. The longer you're there, the worse it gets. Like the day you start is the best it's ever gonna be, mm-hmm. and it, and it's slowly downhill from there. And I think part of it is that when you first start, you're not invested. It's just a new experience. 
But the longer you're there, the more you feel ownership over it. And and, and mm. as you start to see things decline or see things that aren't like they were or, or see things start to work differently, you notice it. And then new people show up and go, this is great. And you go, no, but it used to be better. You don't. You ha- they don't have any context. Uh, things were better before you got here. Not that it has anything mm. to do with you, you, but 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 eventually, over time, things get worse and worse and worse and worse. Every job I've ever had has gotten to that to the point where I'm ready to get the fuck out of here. You know. Yeah. Even to this day, if I go back to any place that I used to work, if I if I just walk into the place, I'm like, holy shit, this place is going to shit. And people <laughs> there are just like, this is amazing. I'm like, all right, well. You know, so I think that's what it is. I think people that have been long, because those are the those are the people that are the most bitter in in the, in the in the subreddit is the people that have been listening. I've been listening since episode one, mm-hmm. and I'm telling you things are different. You know, those are the people that feel the most like it's theirs. You know, so they had the right to complain. They still listen every week. Yeah. You know, or some people come. Some people don't listen every week. They come back and they listen every ten. Ten episodes. Or some people, you know, they used to be hardcore fans because they had time. And now they got yeah. kids and shit, you know? Yeah. I mean, think about it. When, you, when your podcast has been going for 15, 16 years, people people have gotten married, divorced, had kids. You know what I mean? Some people, when they, yeah, some people when they started listening didn't have girlfriends or you know, or didn't know how to get laid and now they're getting pussy and, they, you know, they don't have time to listen to every single episode, you know, and then they come back every 10 episodes and go, this is fucking w- different, you know? I support it. I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm a big fan of haters, so. Oh, yeah. I think haters and just know, guys, that. like, when I get rich, I'm going to change. <laughs> I want y'all to know something. I'm, I'm not going to stay the same. Like, I'm nah, nah. I can't wait till I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be flying first class, riding on, riding on something nice, mm-hmm. living somewhere fancy. Hell yeah! I hate this idea that you have to like if you get money, you have to still live in poverty to for, out of solidarity. Fuck that. Nah, I'm gonna be living real nice. Now, will I be living in the, in excess? Of course I will. Of course I will. Yeah, because that's what that's what that's what getting wealthy means. It, it, it it's not an amount of money. It's an amount of concern for people that are less fortunate than you. What what's the stupid shit that you're gonna buy? Where when we see that you've gotten that, we're like, oh, Brian is out of touch. What is the thing that you want, but like you can't afford right now? But we know that you have not only made it, but it has broken your brain. When we see that you've gotten this, some hundred and fifty thousand dollars speakers. Okay, fair. I'm listen. I want a room in my house that would literally, like, if I play the right song in there, you 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 might cry or come. Like, you will lose control of some bodily function. Like, you won't be able to hold it back. <laughs> like, I want I want the music to be so fucking precise that it 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 literally solicits a physical reaction. Like you ever hear you ever hear good you ever hear a guitar solo or you hear a singer hit a note and it literally gives you chills? Can you listen to the to the to the dime bag solo in floods? Like I'm pretty sure there's a speaker set up that could that where that would make you shit your pants. 
You know what I mean? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't know. Yeah, or, or you know, who knows? Or, or, or uh, test it know. out. Uh, but maybe that's not that ridiculous of a thing. I mean, because um, to be honest with yeah, you, I would probably buy, even crazier. I'll probably buy something like that even when I didn't have the money. See, see that's the thing. It's like um, something even crazier. I mean, my house would definitely be talking to me. Okay. Um, I want a smart home, but that's not even, that wouldn't be gaudy, you know, something gaudy. Um, I'd buy a castle. I feel like that because that's such a uh, that's such a money sink. Like buying an actual castle is such a stupid waste of money, but like it's so fucking cool. Shit, you buy an actual like, country. Be like you can fuck Dracula. around, bro. You can fuck around and buy Haiti. You could you probably could, bro? <laughs> I be I believe Haiti, bro. I just watched this whole thing yesterday on how dirty we did Haiti. Oh yeah, dude. We did Haiti, like the world, like what the world is doing to Palestine right now is basically, that's the closest thing to what we did to Haiti without the, you know, minus the genocide. I mean, the genocide, the genocide happened way before, but, but the world just fucked Haiti. Like the Western world, United States, France, Europe, they all just decided fuck Haiti. We basically, we basically killed Man, we you know what we we'll go, we're going to into that into, in the next episode. All right, guys, if you got any questions, comments, concerns, you want advice from the advice champ? Don't forget email us at bsbrownsmith at gmail dot com, or you can leave us a voicemail at three two three four five one one nine eight zero. Um, uh, you can buy some point of the sponsors. You can leave a comment, subscribe. You can, oh, why? Okay, and keep your pussy tight, people pussies. <laughs>